0: I'm in love with that song. I love that song.
1: I'm in love with that song.
0: I love that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song.
1: I'm in love with that song. Welcome back. I'm Brad Page, and this is the "I'm in Love with That Song" podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's time for our special Halloween edition of the podcast where we explore the terrifying tunes, creepy compositions and sinister singles in celebration of All Hallows Eve. This time we're traveling back to 1971 for Blood Rock and their chilling performance of D.O.A. Songs about horrible accidents and death were not unheard of on the pop charts. Singles like Leader of the Pack and Dead Man's Curve date back to the early 60s, and those were big hits. But unlike those songs, there's no romanticism or sentimentality in D.O.A. Bloodrock tries to one-up the gloom and horror aspects of bands like Black Sabbath, with this gruesome tale of a terrible plane crash. The band that would become Blood Rock came from Fort Worth, Texas. They performed under a few different names. They were led by Jim Rutledge, who was their drummer and their lead vocalist. In 1969, Terry Knight became their manager. Knight is mostly famous, or infamous is more like it, for managing Grand Funk Railroad. Knight was the one that changed their name to Bloodrock and signed them to Capitol Records, and they released their first album, simply called "Bloodrock, in 1970. Terry Knight convinced Jim Rutledge to quit playing drums and become their lead singer out front. So by the time the band recorded their second album, later in 1970, Bloodrock was a six-piece band, including Lee Pickens and Nick Taylor, both on guitars. Stevie Hill on keyboards, Ed Grundy on bass, their new drummer, Rick Cobb, and Jim Rutledge on lead vocals. The new album was called Blood Rock 2, and D.O.A. was the featured track on the album. That album version clocks in at eight and a half minutes. It was later edited down to four minutes and 32 seconds, losing almost half of its original length, and issued as a single in 1971. Though the song was banned by many radio stations, it still managed to reach number 36 on the charts. All six band members share writing credit on the song, but the lyrics were inspired by a real-life experience from lead guitarist Lee Pickens. When he was about 17 years old, he actually witnessed a plane crash. They took that and turned it into a fictional account With the song telling the story of the immediate aftermath of a plane crash, the song is sung from the first-person perspective of one of the victims. Now, I am almost always preferential to the album version of songs, as those usually represent the original intent, the way the song was meant to be heard, and I usually prefer the album versions anyway. But I gotta say, at 8 minutes and 30 seconds, that's pretty excessive for this song. So on this episode... We're just going to go with the single version. So here's how that version begins with Stevie Hill's organ part. Sounds ominous, right? That's because he's playing a tritone, which for hundreds of years was called Diabolus in Musica, The Devil's Interval. This very distinct sound is created when you play a flatted fifth note. Doesn't matter what key you're in, just take the fifth note of that scale and play it flat, in other words, a half-step lower, or if you're a guitar player, that would be one fret lower. And that note, in relationship to the root note of the scale, creates a very unsettling mood Almost disturbing. So disturbing, in fact, that for centuries the use of the flatted fifth was frowned upon by the church. In more enlightened times, it was used in classical music and in jazz in various ways, but it's really earned its devil's interval reputation in heavy metal. One of the earliest and still the best uses of the devil's interval was in Black Sabbath by... Black Sabbath, check it out. So what you have here is the root note, in this case a G, followed by an octave, another G, then a D-flat. Your demonic, flatted fifth. That's so great. It's really just two notes. But in relationship to each other, those two notes create such a feeling. Okay back to Bloodrock and DOA. Let's hear how they're doing it. So first let's focus on the bass notes. We're in the key of C, so the first note is a C. And that is followed by a G flat. There's your flatted fifth. Let's hear those two notes in sequence. From there, it goes to a D, and then right after that, to an A-flat. And that A-flat in relationship to the D is, you guessed it, a flatted fifth. So, in essence, we're getting double the devil's interval here. Now, over the top of that, he's playing a two-note pattern that, when you think about it, emulates the sound of an ambulance or police siren. Let's hear all that together again. Here's the first verse.
2: Laying here, looking at the sheep. Someone lays a sheet across my chest Something warm is flowing down my fingers Pain is flowing all through my back
1: mm, The imagery doesn't get any more pleasant from here. I do have to say that one thing that bugs me is that there's no rhyme in that verse. There's like four verses in this song, and two of them rhyme, two of them don't. I'm just kind of picky about that kind of thing. Anyway, at the break there, we hear an actual siren overdubbed along with that subliminal two-note organ part. Let's pick it back up into the second verse. I tried to move Now, did you notice that transition? As we said before, the original version of this song is over 8 minutes long, and they edited it way down to get it into this 4.5 minute single version. And you can clearly hear an edit there right before the vocal comes in. I tried to move That's a pretty sloppy edit. Let's play through the second verse.
2: I tried to move no feeling And when I look, I see there's nothing there The face beside me stopped deto totally bleeding The girl I knew has such a distance stare
1: And that brings us to the chorus. I remember we were flying along and hit something in the air. There were those police sirens again one of the excuses that radio stations gave for banning the song was that they said drivers listening to the song in their cars could be confused or disoriented by the sirens but that sounds pretty lame to me i think they just didn't like the lyrics here's the third verse notice how the little hi-hat accent first appears in the left and then on the right
2: straight at the attendant His face is pale as it can be
1: Let's bring up the vocals here.
2: He bends and whispers something softly He says there's no chance for me oh.
1: a pretty nice bass part under the chorus. Let's bring that up a bit. We were and, the and the reappearance of those sirens usher us into the final verse. There continue to be some pretty clunky edits leading into each of these verses. On this one, you can hear that the beginning of the crash cymbal hit is clipped off.
2: Life is flowing out my body. Pain is flowing out with my blood. The sheets are red. Where I'm lying. God in heaven, teach me how to die.
1: Some pretty effective use of the harmony vocals on the chorus. Let's bring up the vocals one more time.
2: something in the air I remember we were flying
1: and here at the end we get some classic tape manipulation to bring it all down BloodRock DOA. Call it Shock Rock Exploitation, call it cheesy. But back in the day, this song was pretty extreme. I've read that Goldmine magazine actually called it the worst song ever to be released on vinyl, though I don't know if that's actually true or not. But it was certainly controversial. But it managed to crack the top 40, and the Blood Rock 2 album has sold over half a million copies. Then, as today, controversy sells. Thanks for joining us for this Halloween edition of the I'm in love with that song podcast. I'll be back in about two weeks with another new episode. Until then, keep in touch with us on Facebook, leave comments or reviews on podchaser.com, and catch up with all of our previous episodes on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And do me a favor, tell a friend about our show. That is the best thing you can do to support this podcast. We are part of the Pantheon family of podcasts, along with plenty of other great music-related shows. Thanks for listening to this episode on DOA by Bloodrock. Trick or treat.
2: Laying here, looking at the sheep. Someone lays a sheet across my chest. Something warm is flowing down my fingers.
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.